Is he talking trash? No, it's just Scott being Scott. It's time for Inez Says. Hey there, happy Monday. Hope you had a great weekend. Appreciate you being here today. If you like the pod, tell a friend if you would. You can find the pod right there in the WDBO app, WDBO.com, Spotify, and you can hear me every weekday for Orlando's News at Noon with Scott Inez on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 here in Orlando. If you're outside of Central Florida, try the WDBO app or WDBO.com. All right, let's let's begin with this. You know, it's interesting because one of the criticisms of Donald J. Trump as president of the United States was the tone that he said. And heck, I've said it a time or two before. Like, I, I didn't necessarily love all the tweeting and all the bluster and all that kind of stuff. I love the actions. I love the actions. Everything the guy did had one goal in mind, and that was to make America strong. He strengthened our borders. He fortified our military. He decreased our taxes. He lifted up America's businesses, small businesses. He made it attractive for big business to return to United States turf. So I think it was all good stuff. Why did America turn its back on making America great again? Well, I think that has more to do again with the tone of the Trump presidency rather than the results of the policies. For over half the country, Trump's words spoke louder than his actions. Now let's cut to President Joe Biden. It looks to me, and we're not even, what, two weeks into his administration, but it looks to me as if it's exactly the opposite. I like the words. Quite frankly, I I love the words of the inauguration speech. But the actions, the actions to me are a major cause for concern because the words don't mess with the actions here. What's the deal with all these Joe Biden executive orders? I mean, it really has been an executive order palooza for Joe Biden in the first week and a half as president. And yet guy gets no blowback. The guy gets absolutely no blowback for being a dictator. Like I thought this was a constitutional republic, not a dictatorship. 42 executive orders signed so far by President Biden, all designed to basically accomplish one task, to erase Donald J. Trump. I mean, that's it. He just wants to erase whatever Trump did in office as much as he possibly can. And I got to tell you, like I read a New York Times article the other day, even the New York Times recently criticized their guy, President Biden, for the executive order arama that we've seen over the last week and a half. And by the way, this was the same guy who said on the campaign trail about all of President Trump's executive orders. We are a democracy, not a dictatorship. Well, how's this for democracy? Forty two executive orders so far. And if Biden keeps this up, if he keeps up this pace, we're looking at over eighty three hundred executive orders in his first term. Now, is that going to happen? No, it's not going to happen. But I looked it up. FDR back in the day, back in the 30s and the 40s, signed over 3,700 executive orders. Now, keep in mind that time in history, obviously, we're coming out of the Great Depression, uh, going into the New Deal, World War II and the whole thing. They were extraordinary circumstances, no doubt about it. But we've never seen anything like this before in the first week, week and a half of our presidency. 42 executive orders. And yes, These are extraordinary times that we're living in due to the pandemic, but most of these executive orders have nothing to do with said pandemic. Nothing. You look at most of these orders, and it's like I'm living in opposite day all over again. Question, 
How can not being energy independent be a good thing for America? Tell me, please. Like, even if we work toward a greener future, which we should be doing, no question about it, but just to flat out eliminate the Keystone Pipeline and along with it, 11,000 good paying jobs for these guys? And Uncle Joe does this with a stroke of a pen? Really? Gone. Toast. And with that, now we got to rely on the Middle East to supply our energy again? To me, it's insanity. And speaking of insanity, here you go. How about this one? There's another order out there condemning racism and xenophobia against Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders in response to the coronavirus pandemic and instructing the Department of Health and Human Services to consider best practices to mitigate language in guidance that could further racism. Do we really need an executive order for this nonsense? I I don't know of one person, one person blaming a Chinese American for the pandemic. I don't know one person blaming the Chinese people for the pandemic. Like, is this really a thing? Like, I, like many, blame the Chinese communist government for what they did. I don't know of one person. Now, maybe I'm naive, but I don't know of one person who want to put Chinese Americans into internment camps. And yet... This is the zany far left seeking to divide rather than unite. Do we really need an executive order on this stuff? You want another one? I'll give you another one. The executive order rescinding President Trump's 1776 commission. That was a panel that the president, President Trump, established as a response to the New York Times 1619 project. There you go. There is another far left gem. The 1619 project. The New York Times attempts to rewrite America's history and further divide us. Look, we should never minimize America's shortcomings. But this 1619 project is absurd. And you talk about divisive. It's incredibly divisive. And out of it has come this critical race theory nonsense. Again, seeking to divide rather than unite. The overriding truth is this. America is great. America is exceptional. And the American ideal is like no other in the history of the world. And yet, with one stroke of the pen, Uncle Joe divides us even further. Now, I tend to think that the guy has no idea what he's signing at the time he's signing these executive orders, 42 and all so far as of this taping. How about this one? How about this one? President Biden signed an executive order revoking Trump's plan to exclude non-citizens from the census. Again, opposite day. Think about this. Really, like it's, it's kind of like these ridiculous sanctuary cities. We have people in the country illegally, illegally, and yet we're going to include them on the census. What, like, what, it just it makes no sense. And yet another. Let's further tick off those 74 million people who voted for Trump by ending construction of the wall on the U.S.-Mexican border by proclaiming its immediate termination. The great unifier, right? The great, the great unifier at his best. You know, I was chatting with a friend over the weekend and he said, Scott, I thought this was a democracy. He said, like, how does a president of the United States get away with being a dictator with all these executive orders? So I did some digging on executive orders. And he said, look, if a president were to come up with an executive order, which said, you know, something just absolutely outrageous, like, I don't know, uh, all white people are not allowed to vote anymore. Right. Would this become the law of the land? Well, not necessarily. I did some research, believe it or not. (laughs) There is a gray area there when you're talking about executive orders. But here's what I came up with in my research. The president's authority to issue these executive orders must come from the Constitution or federal law. In other words, an executive order can be used to execute a power the commander in chief already has. 
What it cannot be used for is to give the presidency new powers. So Congress and federal courts, they're able to strike down executive orders that exceed the scope of the president's authority. So the answer to the question that I ask, can the president, you know, just come in willy nilly and sign an order to ban white people from voting? The answer obviously here is no. There is a scope that we're talking about here. But within that scope, there is a considerable gray area. So federal courts also may strike down executive orders that exceed the scope of the president's authority, as an appeals court did with President Clinton's order forbidding government contracts with businesses that employed strike breakers. In the case of President Obama, here's a prime example. Obama's action granting amnesty to illegal immigrants and allowing them to apply for work permits, that was challenged. States asked the federal courts to step in and hold that executive amnesty and they did so at least temporarily pending future rulings on whether those actions were constitutional and should be permanently enjoined now conservatives argued that that obama used some of his executive powers to achieve results he failed to get through congress not only on immigration but on issues such as health care gun control cybersecurity, energy the environment education gender identity among others so in other words President Obama took executive orders to a different level in terms of stretching the law. And it looks as if Obama 3.0, if you will, Joe Biden, is merely continuing that legacy with a record 42 executive orders in the first week of his presidency. Abraham Lincoln said in his famous Gettysburg Address, the government of the people by the people for the people shall not perish from the earth. I think somebody needs to remind Uncle Joe of this quote. Because unlike President Trump, Joe's actions are speaking a whole lot louder than his words right now. That's going to do it for the Inez Says podcast today. Appreciate you being here. And again, you can hear me every weekday for Orlando's News at Noon with Scott Inez on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 here in Orlando, outside of Central Florida. Try the WDBO app or WDBO.com. We'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.